Hi, everybody. This is Kim Peek, and I want to welcome you to Hope in the Pain. Today, we're going to talk about um, things I call impressions. And what I mean by impressions are thoughts that I have as I go um, through this journey of MS. What do I mean by an impression? What I mean by an impression are those times that you have a thought or you hear something that someone says, and you're like, wow, I want to remember that. Uh, maybe it's something that's inspiring. Maybe it's something that you you just think you need to um, do. Maybe it's something that is enlightening to you in some way as you're in your own journey of pain. But that's what I call an impression. And I actually have a journal that I write those things down. And I don't always have my journal with me. So what I do is I just make a quick note on my phone and then I can add it to my journal late, later. In fact, I have notes from sermons and from books I've read that I've jotted things on a paper and I've just kind of stuffed those papers into my journal and I need to take the time to actually write those impressions out. I want them all in one place so that I can go back and remind myself of all of these great things that I either... Um, thought, you know, or I felt like God was giving me the word or I heard from others. And so what I wanted to do today was share with you some of the recent impressions that I've had. And I want to do this for two reasons. Number one, I hope that some of these impressions will be encouraging to you, right? Maybe they'll offer you some direction. Um, but number two, or maybe even more importantly, is I want to encourage you to start your own journal of those impressions so you can take note of these awesome thoughts that come your way, awesome words that come your way. So you don't forget them, but that, you know, as you look back over them, they can just offer you encouragement and hope. So let's get started. Number one, number one is four simple words. Be gentle with yourself. Now, let me explain to you kind of where these words um, came from. So I went through a period of time that I just thought, okay, I have MS, I have these symptoms, but we're going to get over this hurdle and we're going to get back to where we were. And in large part, where what I meant was get back to where I was as far as being as active I, as I was, you know, going to the gym, going to the foothills for a hike with my dog, going on a walk for my, with my dog, doing all of these things I wanted to get back to. Yet over time, what I realized is that I wasn't going to be able to get back to that level where I was. And so what did I do? I went kind of down to the next level down and I thought, okay, I'm not going to be able to quite do everything I did, but what can I do and what goals can I set up for myself? And I remember one time recently I was doing some stretching and how I used to stretch was I went to um, kind of the farthest point I felt like I could, didn't want to injure myself, but I wanted to get that good stretch because I thought, you know, we got to get the stretching going so that we can move up to the next level of what I want to do. The problem is, is that even at the level I, I had in my mind, I probably wasn't going to be able to get back to. And so these words came to my mind when I was stretching and it was probably about a month ago and it was simply be gentle with yourself. Stretching is so important, but it should make my body feel good. It shouldn't be something that makes my body ache, right? Um, you know, when I, I have certain number of stretches I want to do, certain number of times I want to do things, that's great. 
but I need to be gentle with myself. And that is going to actually get me further than trying to push it, um, push that stretch too far. So I encourage you to think about for a minute, what are maybe some ways that you need to be gentle with yourself? Where are you pushing things a little too far, a little too hard? And maybe you would actually get further down the road um, to what you want if you actually pulled back and were a little more gentle with yourself. You know, I've thought about that um, just as I've kind of been reminded that maybe the heating pad sometimes would help, um, gentle stretches, um, you know, different things like this that would actually help my body feel good. And again, be gentle with myself and not be too hard on my body. So I want to be careful in how I share number two with you, because it can seem really depressing when I say this, but number two is One time when I was feeling um, pretty discouraged recently, I had this thought. And the thought was, um, I felt like myself, like me, Kim, who I used to be, was just kind of slipping away. Now, I wasn't really depressed. I wasn't, you know, being destructive or anything. But I just felt like a lot of the things that made me who I was over the past several years, the goals I met, um, raising my kids, um, being active, like I mentioned, so many of these things that I did, my job, I couldn't do at the capacity now that I was doing. And I felt like those things were just kind of slipping away. You know, when I had that thought, that was kind of a discouraging thought. And I didn't want to keep it there, right? I didn't want to just languish in that thought of, oh, all these things are slipping away. How discouraging is this? I can't do what I used to do, right? So what I found counteracted that, that really was a big impression on me is the memories I have, right? The memories I have. And for me, what I do a lot of times with memories is I look back at my photos. Now, I'm one of those moms that every trip we'd go on or vacation, uh, vacations, trips, um, holidays, first day of school, you know, whatever the occasion was. Um, even if my kids look cute doing something just at home, they were being silly. I would say, Hey, let's take a picture. I don't know about you, but a lot of times the response I got from my kids was, Oh no, mom, not another one. Right. The, they would get tired of all the times I wanted to take a picture. But you know what? I love those pictures. I have thousands of pictures on my phone. I wouldn't be surprised if you do too. And looking through those pictures is just a joy. It just brings back those times, right? It reminds me of who I really am. And yeah, maybe I can't do all the things I used to do. Maybe I can't do things at the level, right, that I used to do, right? I can't be as active. I don't cook as much, right? Whatever uh, you bring up about my life, I probably don't do it as much as I used to now that um, my MS symptoms have progressed. But, you know, I find the memories as I look at the pictures, really inspiring. And even though I can't do all those things, it reminds me that I'm not slipping away. I am that person. I am the same person, even if I can't do all of the things that I used to do. And I'm a doer, right? I'm a, every personality uh, assessment I take, 
always number one comes out high achiever. That's just who I am. That's how I'm wired. And so my achievement level has greatly decreased over the last two years, which has been hard, but I'm not slipping away. And as I look at memories, as I talk with my family and my friends about things that we've done, that's a reality. Those things really happen. And they planted the seeds for the relationships I have today. So instead of slipping away, my relationships can still grow. And those memories are still there. And I can still set goals, even though maybe I have a little more limitations than I used to. Number three is I want to feel good. And and this impression came to me is in that, you know, um, maybe it's going to church. Maybe it's going to coffee with my son. Maybe it's um, cooking. Maybe it's um, going on a walk. You could list any activity, whether it's with, with other people, um, something I'm doing myself. Um, I want to do those things when I feel good good for me, right? So I have to define what that is. And I also have to be willing to say, no, I'm not going to do that if I know that I'm not feeling good. This has been kind of difficult for me. And that's probably no surprise if you know me or if you've listened to my podcast. But I really do need to focus on that. And I really do need to be aware of how I'm feeling so that I can be at my best when I do say yes to things. And there have been times that I've had to cancel, right? I've had to cancel. I was going to maybe see a friend, either meet, uh, go to coffee with them, or they were going to come visit me. There's been a couple of times in the last two months I've had to, you know, text that friend and say, you know, I just am not up for it today. And you know, my friends, they understand where I'm at and they actually have told me they want me to be able to let them know that even if it's on the same day, I was always a person that if I made an appointment or coffee day or a commitment to do something or be with somebody, the last thing I wanted to do was cancel that I wanted to be committed. I wanted to be dependable. And really I was, I mean, pretty much I kept my commitments, right? But I'm on a whole different kind of, uh, situation now, right? Uh, my symptoms, some days I can wake up and I can have a bad day. Whereas the day before was really good, pretty good. Let me say pretty good. Pretty good is, is how I, um, really have to go through life now. So it's important for me um, to have those understandings with people. And it's important to have that understanding with myself that sometimes I'm not going to be up for something. And if I'm not, then I need to be able to understand and not put pressure on myself to, to, to do it. I need to be able to let go of that so that I can um, focus on feeling as good as I can. The fourth one is two words, and this was important. These words came to me, um, and I know they were from God. I know they were, um, but they were hard. And the two words are accept never. Let me say that again, accept never. And the accept I'm talking about is A-C-C-E-P-T, accept never. And what I mean by that is I just felt like it was time I I needed to accept that I was never going to do some things. I was never going to go jog in the foothills again. I was never going to get back to the energy level I used to have. I was never going to be able to do as much around the house as 
I used to do. And you can go down the list. It was to accept that I was never going to be able to do that. And really for me, um, it may sound kind of harsh, but for me, I really needed to hear it that way because so many times I have had the goals and pushing myself to get back to where I, I had been in the past. So even though that was difficult, it was good. It was a good thing for me to hear and to accept. Um, because once I accept that, that really kind of opens up to the other things I can do and to look at what is possible in my life and the goals I can have because I've accepted where I am. It's the reality of the situation. And now I can go forward, um, within the limitations I have now. Number five. Okay. Stick with me on this one. This takes a little explanation. You know, you hear sometimes people's stories and they're in a difficult situation. And within that difficult situation, they have thought to themselves, God, if you would heal me, I would. And then you can fill in the blank. I don't know why this came to mind. I really have no idea. I've never said that prayer. I can't tell you any one specific. I've read their story that they've said this. But that came to my mind. And the reason it came to my mind, I think, is because of what followed. And that is, do it now. If there is something I would think, God, if I was healed, I would fill in the blank, whatever it is. I should try and do that now. Now, I realize I have limitations. I may not be able to do it like I would if I didn't have MS. But if there is something I'm thinking that I would do if I didn't have MS, I need to think, is that something I should be doing in some form right now? In other words, don't use my MS as an excuse, right? Don't try and make a deal with God, which by the way, is impossible. And we, we can't look at it that way. I mean, we can try, but it won't happen because you can't make a deal with God. It's just not possible. But again, for me, when I think about it that way, it's like not letting MS be an excuse, not let MS stand in my way of what I think God is calling me to do. Right. And there's going to be new things he's calling me to do because of my situation. This podcast is one of those things, right? And so instead of thinking, if I didn't have MS, if God would heal me of this MS or whatever situation you have, think about what is God putting on your heart right now and go ahead and do that. You know, these thoughts and impressions that I had, they've really made an impact on my life. And I hope that as you're sitting here um, hearing me say these things, that your wheels are spinning on some things that you've either thought, heard from others, or just felt like God was directing you on. Because those things are important. They are what give you encouragement, and they are what is guiding your way to your next step. You know, these... um, these thoughts and impressions that I've had recently really stick with me, right? They come to mind, but again, I always write them down or I try and write them down because I don't remember them all long-term. So I want to encourage you to do something right now. If you don't have a journal, I want you to go get a journal, a beautiful journal 
that fits you, that suits you, that you can start writing your impressions and that you can take note of the thoughts that come to your mind or the words you hear from others. And I also encourage you, maybe you'll start with one of the five that I shared with you right now. Maybe one of these really stood out to you. In fact, if there's one of them that pops in your mind right now and you can't even remember the other four, there may be something to that that is there for you. I would love to see your journal. I would love for you to post it on Instagram if you have it. Um, you can follow me at Hope in the Pain. You can tag me if you post your journal. You can send me a direct message about your journal. I would love to know that you have started this process. I would also love to know some of the impressions and thoughts that you have, that you're taking note of, that you're writing in that journal. So I'm going to be posting on um, my Instagram. Again, it's Hope in the Pain no spaces, just hope in the pain. And I really want you to share with me in the comments some of the thoughts and impressions you've had recently. You know, it's so important that we encourage one another. That just takes us down the journey of life. You know, my husband and I today were just talking about life is hard. No matter what's going on, there are times when life is really difficult. Sometimes we live a life that we feel like every day is difficult. We feel like, when am I going to get a break, right? Other times those difficult things come in seasons, right? But either way, none of us escape life without having some difficulties. So there's another thing I want to encourage you to do. I want to encourage you to share one of your thoughts or impressions with somebody else this week. So there are three things I'm asking you to do, right? Number one, get your own journal. Number two, let me know what one of the thoughts or impressions that you've had, right, um, by following me on Instagram, or you can also comment on the YouTube, this YouTube show. Number three, I want you to really reach out and share something that can encourage somebody else. Encouragement is a lifeblood. Encouragement is what keeps us going when we are in difficult times. You know, I always end with words of hope, but what I want to do this week is I want to encourage you again to share words of hope with somebody else. All that I've done this hour, this uh, podcast, is share with you hope, words of hope that I've received over the last couple of months. So take those and share them with your world. You may feel like your world has gotten a lot smaller because of your situation. You may feel like you have so many people um, in your world that it's hard to know who to share with. But no matter the situation, God has placed you where you are and God is sustaining you, even if it's difficult. You know, I remember some days in the past have been so difficult. I have found it hard to pray. I have helped, found it so difficult to even focus my thoughts so I can pray. You know, on those days though, I felt the prayers of other people and I knew other people were praying for me when I had trouble even putting a thought together. And you know, that's what it's about praying for others, sharing our encouragement with others. And you know what, whenever you share encouragement with others, you feel better as well. You really do. I don't know how that happens. I don't know if it's because we kind of forget about our own pain a little bit. I don't know if there's something spiritual, something physical to it. Maybe it's all of those. I don't know. 
But what I do know is that when you share encouragement, maybe you send a text to somebody, maybe you write a note to somebody, maybe you call someone, maybe you go to coffee with someone. However it is, sharing that encouragement is going to lift you up as well. So go out, share words of hope. Let me know what your words of hope are for someone else this week. And thanks for joining Hope in the Pain.